This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Governor Eric Holcomb on Tuesday announced 15 regions representing all 92 Indiana counties have submitted proposals for the second round of the Regional Economic Acceleration and Development Initiative, or Ready 2.0. The Indiana Economic Development Corporation says the $50 million program is expected to generate at least $3 billion in local public and private investment for quality of life, economic development, and workforce development projects. East Central Indiana Regional Partnership President Trevor Friedberg previously told Inside Indiana Business about the impact of Ready. Ready can be a catalyst to not only improve the community, but the cascading effect and the momentum that is gained from that, bringing in new businesses, having more entrepreneurship, more business starts, all of those things can come along with that. The IEDC will make formal recommendations for funding to the IEDC Board of Directors on April 11th. Once funding has been allocated, the agency plans to coordinate with each region to identify projects for the investment. Details on each region and their plans for Ready 2.0 funding can be found on InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Gloucester, Massachusetts-based Gorton Seafood plans to build a 110,000-square-foot production facility in Lebanon, where it expects to employ 163 workers by 2029, Boone County and city officials announced Tuesday. The frozen seafood producer's $89.3 million facility will be located at 419 South Mount Zion Road, next to the United States Cold Storage Warehouse in Lebanon Business Park. Gorton's Director of Human Resources, Chelsea Coat, told members of the Lebanon City Council on Monday night that the company plans to break ground on the facility in March. She said the plant will feature three seafood processing lines, with the first beginning production in September 2025. Talent EVV, the Evansville Region's Strategic Transformation Plan, released its first annual report in January, highlighting economic growth and quality of life progress. The Evansville Regional Business Committee helped launch the project in 2018, when it was called Talent 2025. The Evansville Regional Economic Partnership, or EREP, now spearheads the initiative. Tyler Stock, Executive Director of Talent EVV, said the 2023 report is meant to celebrate the Evansville region. And the same can be said for each of the other focus areas. So we chose future uh, facing high wage jobs because we want to be planning for the future. So we want to make sure that our industry sectors that are growing and, and significant with manufacturing and healthcare are really focusing on the jobs of the future, right? The initiative started with data collection and then moved to an action phase in 2020, which included activities, strategies, and milestones. The report focuses on four areas, population growth, thriving workforce, upward mobility, and live well. These areas align with the five regional goals, a growing young adult population, future-facing high-wage jobs, globally relevant talent, increased economic prosperity, and improved health outcomes. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. IBJ Media, Inside Indiana Business, and the Indiana Economic Development Corporation invite you to the Engage Indiana series, presented by CareSource, Indiana University, and Old National Bank. With an unrelenting focus on growing Indiana's economy, we'll dive into each region's unique challenges and distinct opportunities for growth. Nine regions, one goal. Indiana's bold future starts here. Discover more and register at ibj.com engage.
A mandate to require reading-deficient third graders to be held back a year in school withstood challenges from Democrats on Monday, though some Republican lawmakers joined in opposing stricter retention. The provision in question is part of a GOP literacy overhaul measure, Senate Bill 1, which seeks to remedy Indiana's literacy crisis by requiring schools to administer the statewide iRead test in second grade a year earlier than current requirements, and directing new, targeted support to at-risk students and those struggling to pass the exam. But if, after three tries, a third grader can't meet the iRead standard, legislators want school districts to retain them. While much of the rest of the bill has received bipartisan support, the retention language has come under increasing scrutiny from Democrats, parents, teachers, and numerous education experts. The ribbon will be cut on a new Indianapolis senior living development Tuesday. Denton Floyd Real Estate Group and Vitality Senior Services are opening the 131-unit assisted living and memory care community. The development will create 32 new full-time jobs. The University of Notre Dame has created a public database aimed at helping researchers, policymakers, and health professionals better combat the opioid crisis. The Automation of Reports and Consolidated Order System, or ARCOS, stores more than 550 million opioid transactions submitted to the Drug Enforcement Administration by drug manufacturers and distributors from 2006 to 2019, the university said. The website enables customizable queries to trace individual prescription opioid purchases from the state and county of manufactured to the community where drugs were dispensed. Macy's will close 150 stores over the next three years, and 50 by the end of 2024, the department stores said Tuesday after posting a fourth-quarter loss in declining sales. At the same time, the company signaled a pivot to luxury. It said it would open 15 of its higher-end Bloomingdale stores and 30 of its luxury Blue Mercury Cosmetics locations. The company has locations in Indianapolis, Evansville, Fort Wayne, Greenwood, Highland, Lafayette, Maryville, and Mishawaka, though it was not clear if any Indiana stores would be affected or how many jobs would be cut as a result. Beck's hybrid CEO, Sonny Beck, is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.